0: I'm your host, Aisha Zaza. For the next 30 days, we're going to learn to build better habits in health, fitness, relationships, business, and overall well-being by making small mindset shifts that make a big difference. Contrary to how it may seem, the path to any success is achieved by taking small, consistent action over time. Someday is not a day of the week, so the time to level up is now because you were made for greatness. It'll be a marathon, not a sprint. And together, we'll take it one step, one mile, one day at a time. Welcome to the Mindset Mile. You ready? Hello, friends. We are one week into the 30-day challenge. How are you feeling so far? Has life gotten crazy yet where you thought you might need to take a day off, but you managed to get it in? If that's true, bravo. I know it may not seem like a big win, but that's absolutely a win. This challenge was designed to help you see how walking one mile a day is so simple. Of course you can do it, right? Yeah, of course you can. Anyone can. But will you? Those little things make all the difference, and it takes up to 21 days to create a new habit. So this is your practice to sticking with it, and I'm so proud of you for doing so. Mm. That was me giving you a big hug. (laughs) Okay, so I digress. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most deceiving and dramatized four-letter words, fail. The association with that word just feels so disappointing, right? Why do we give this word and feeling so much power? As part of my mentorship, so often I see people giving into this feeling of failure, but usually it's by an arbitrary standard, and also usually one we are comparing to someone else's perceived success because we are really the only ones who can label events in our life as a failure. How often have you felt like something just wasn't working and stopped yourself from pursuing it further so as to not fail? If you've been there before or struggle with this perpetual cycle of quitting before failure, then what we're going to talk about today will offer you a perspective that I want you to consider next time. There is no failing. There's only learning. In fact, In anything we do, it is not a question of if we fail, it's a matter of when. The question is, will you learn from it or will you see it as an excuse to stop? I hope drawing a bigger picture of this perspective will help you realize that you don't need to live in the squalor of your past failures and that they do not determine your potential or what you're capable of. So often, we use our past as a reference point to determine our future success but it does not serve you to look back because your past is not a blueprint of where you are going. You get a chance every single time you start something to make it different that go around. So first things first, I wanna ask you to look at what you've been carrying with you and that you identify as a failure. Like really think about what makes you disappointed that you gave up on. Maybe it was a diet, a friendship, a job, a business goal, the way you've parented, a relationship, an unfinished project, your self-love, whatever it is, forgive yourself for beating yourself up over it. Right now, stop white-knuckling the past and just let it go. It does not define you, nor does staying disappointed in yourself cancel out what you did. I feel like we use disappointment and discouragement as a way of punishment, as if somehow, if we collect enough of both, they will add up to more discipline for next time. Wrong. Disappointment and discouragement do not teach lessons, they just keep you looking backward, and they are a choice. So as a quick exercise, I want you to look at the first few things that came to your mind that you've been holding onto with discouragement as if they were marbles in your hand. And with your mind's eye, I want you to envision opening your palm and letting them go. Let them drop. You're no longer a prisoner of those failures, yes, They still exist, but no longer are you carrying them around as extra weight. What is something you learned through those experiences? I can assure that you are going to be faced with the same or similar circumstances again, and the objective will be to apply your new competence to it. Not dwell on what went wrong last time or try to avoid running into those situations again. Trying to avoid not making mistakes does not protect you. It only keeps you small and minimizes failure. It does not eliminate it. So how do we prepare to fail better next time? Well, it's time to start changing your thoughts around failure and embrace it as something positive instead of negative. This is truly the only way that you can grow. This concept of accepting failure as a learning experience, it's going to be uncomfortable to put into practice because it takes vulnerability and consistent work to undo old thought patterns. But the only way to do the work is to get into the arena and practice over and over again. It'll take being compassionate with yourself and talking to yourself more than you listen to yourself. When your mind starts saying things like, see, I knew this wouldn't work again. And God, you always do this. I don't know why you even try. You're going to need to override them by affirming things like, I am capable and willing to learn new things. Practice makes progress. It does not need to be perfect. Being mindful of our thoughts takes a lot of work and a level of consciousness you might not be used to. But once you hone it in, you can look at your thoughts from sort of a third person's point of view. You'll begin to see how often and blatantly toxic our negative self talk is. This is not a one time practice, and then boom, you move on as a completely new person. You make this decision every single time you're confronted with what feels like a failure. This can be a feeling you have every single day. Failing at something can feel isolating because usually we become embarrassed or feel a sense of shame as if we're the only person that feels like they fail. But here's the reality that might seem too good to be true. Every single person fails a lot. And the people you admire for whatever they're successful in, well, they're just willing to fail forward fast and often. There's a really great book I read years ago called Go for No. It's a super quick read. And the story is about a guy in sales who learns this concept of wanting his prospects and leads to tell him no, because the more he hears no makes him closer to getting a yes. Like he actually gets excited and it drives him to hear no Because that means he's closer to his next sale, even if it means hearing no a hundred times in a row. How often are we discouraged when someone tells us no? Why do we make no mean that something isn't working? Does that saying when one door shuts and another opens apply to just other people? No! It applies for you too, so it's time to get knocking, my friend. This go-for-no concept is applicable to anything. How does it apply to something in your own life? Can you begin to not only feel at peace with, but become excited over things that you identify as a fail, knowing you're becoming better because of it or that you're inching your way closer to your big goal or the success you desire? You're going to hit roadblocks. When you're driving, do you know what a stop sign means? It means stop and then proceed. It does not mean stop forever. So the next time you feel ashamed that you stopped something, no more dwelling and feeling like you failed. Identify what you learned, pick yourself back up, and go find the doors that open. Grit looks good on you, my friend. If you're loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, subscribed, and shared it with a friend. Be sure to tag me on your walks or runs at Asha Zaza and hashtag Mindset Mile. That's all we have for today, my friends. Remember, the big things don't happen overnight. It's the small things done consistently that make the big things possible. You are capable and you are worthy. Make it a great day.